welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of Polished Gems. Here we talk about how to develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. For those of you first joining me, this was actually developed from my blog, fruitfulgems.com, as a way to dive deeper into the conversations regarding the nine fruits of the spirit and even how to implement them and use them. For those just joining me, welcome. I am your host, Jacinta Martin. And for those returning, hi again. We are so glad to have you. And I am the creator of Polished Gems. I am also the creator of Fruitful Gems. And I am also an author and a real estate agent in the state of Georgia and a mom of two. Let's jump right into our topic for tonight. Our topic tonight is patience. And the blog of focus that we want to zero in on is how to rebuild patience from the inside out. So let me tell you a brief description of what this blog was about so you guys get the background context, right? In my preparation for writing this blog, it really consisted of me asking God, what would he like me to share about patience? And as I was sitting there and thinking about what I was going to tell you guys about, share with you guys as well, I realized I did not know how to be patient in my life. The reason why is I was currently working on some of the things that God had instructed me to do while awaiting like transformation or what we call manifestation in the physical world, right, to take place. So I could actually see what was what um, I was doing was actually working, right? A lot of times we want to know that when we're instructed to do something by God, we want to see the actual manifestation of it so we can know that we're on the right path. So I was sitting in that wondering, okay, God, you know, I'm still waiting on certain things to transpire. So as I kept asking God about really what to share with our audience, uh, a notification came up in my phone from Google Photos about a collection of images titled Spotlight on Jacinta Martin. So I clicked on the notification, right? I opened it up to see because it caught my eye. And then the photos began to scroll through a slideshow consisting of images from the year 2017 all the way through to 2020. When it finished, I heard God ask me, "Um, what do you see? Now, here's what's interesting. When I heard the voice of Holy Spirit ask me, what do I see? Um, My automatic response was, I see my pain. Now, I know what you're thinking. Um, A lot of times when we look at ourselves, we see what we want to see, right? We see ourselves in the manner in which we think we appear, not in the manner in which God actually sees us or has even ordained us to be. What I mean by ordained, I mean God knows the hairs on our head. God knows who he created us to be in the earth. And a lot of times we as humans, we don't see ourselves that way. We see ourselves the, either from our past experiences, past traumas, um, past uh, relationships or past uh, interactions, whether it been with our jobs, uh, with friends or family. That's a lot of times how we see ourselves. So to actually see ourselves in the identity of, uh, that God actually made us, it takes a minute to see that, right? So I saw myself in my pain. I saw all from 2017 to 2020, I saw the reflection um, back at me of all the pain that I have experienced over those times. Yes, there were good moments. Yes, there were times where 
I definitely saw the hand of God, but all I saw was my pain. So I'm here to let you know that we all experience pain in one form or another. But for me, over the past even 11 years, even past the time frame that I just mentioned, it seems like I have had to endure some of the most challenging pain ever. I have faced everything from the loss of my father, from financial problems, challenges in my marriage, in my marriage, and many, many other things that uh, rose up. So for me, the past 11 years have felt like torture with my life having more downs than ups, according to what I saw. As I began to fill my mind with every bad memory, as the pictures were scrolling, God asked me the same question again. What do you see? So let me tell you, I looked at that collection of photos to try to see what I saw again, like to look with new eyes, right? Once it finished, I sat still and began to think about my answer, like really reflect on my answer. Then I started to share kind of out loud with Holy Spirit what I was seeing. And I said this, I see a woman who prayed for her life to change and desired to live for purpose, but did not know at first where to begin. Once she gave her life to you, God, then she had a strategy for how to apply um, that and start walking in it. It was at that moment that I truly realized that my response showed long suffering, which I had to endure to even get to the place that I am today, whether it be mentally, spiritually, physically, and even financially. So with that, let me give you a little bit more background about why the topic of patience, right? Often we easily forget just how far we have come when the when we're on our journey of faith, when we're walking out our journey of salvation with God. When it comes, when it seems like the bad outweighs the good, we tend to focus on the negative. To remind me of the good, I had to look at the slideshow of photos a third time to help myself remember. The Bible says in Romans 5, 2 through 5, in the Amplified Virgin, it says this, through him, meaning God, we also have access by faith into this remarkable state of grace in which we firmly and safely and securely stand. Let us rejoice in our hope and the confident assurance of experiencing and enjoying the glory of our great God, the manifestation of his excellence and power. And not only this, but with joy, let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship, whether it be distress, pressure, trouble, produces patient endurance and endurance um, proven character spiritual, which is spiritual maturity and proven character, um, hope and confidence, assurance of eternal salvation. Such hope in God's promises never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has given, uh, who was given to us. So what I want you to know is that this verse reminds us that we can use the troubles that we are facing to help develop a patient endurance in us, leading to improvements in our character, which increases our hope and confident assurance in God about what he is doing in and through us. So I know you might be sitting there going, okay, that's great. Now, what do I do with that? And I'm here to tell you what Holy Spirit has shown me about how to rebuild. So the way we can rebuild our patience is this. Number one, remember the good. 
Now, I know, of course, this sounds cliche. You've heard this time and time again. You probably heard this from self-help gurus. You probably heard this from your pastor at church. You've even probably heard this from your friends and family. But remembering the good does this. It allows you to take time to reflect on the good moments of your life because our lives are a mixture of good and bad things that happen to us. So I encourage you to write down the times, right, that help you to see that life was not always been one-sided or just full of negative things. So what that means is take time to, if you're, um, if you journal in your phone, take time to jot down the good things that have happened in your day. If you journal, if you keep actual journals um, or books near your bedside, so that at the end of the day, you can just look back over the day and just jot down a few things. Even if all you remember is one good thing about the day, write down that one good thing and hold tight to it. Because at the end of the day, as you add up the days, think about it. There's what about an average of 30 days in a month. So you have 30 good things to go back over and reflect on. What I encourage you, the reason why I encourage you to do this is because it's easy to, it's so much easier to remember the negative things that happen in, in the day. It's so much easier to remember all the things that didn't go the way that we wanted them to. It's so much easier to remember just all the negative things that happen in our lives over time. Because when I look back at those Google photos, I truly from 2017 to 2020, all I saw was the pain. I remembered every bad moment. Couldn't even remember the good ones. It was not until I looked at those photos, like I mentioned earlier, a third time. It took three times for me to look at it to go, oh yeah, but there was, even though that was a bad memory, here was the good. Even though that was bad, here's the good. Like it took me a, a third time. So I just encourage you to kind of keep record, keep a record somewhere of the good, because I promise you the good probably outweighs the bad. It's just a matter of um, remembrance, right? And perspective. So number two, on how to rebuild your patience is this. Ask God for further instruction. Now, I know you've, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me mention this time and time again, and I will keep mentioning it. Here is why I mentioned ask God for further instruction. It is because when we spend time with God, we can always come to him and ask for more details regarding how to begin to rebuild patience in our lives. And the reason why I ask you to do this is because he knows what will work best for you and your life. He knows what works best for me and my life. So what, um, when it comes to rebuilding patience and even really where to start, ask him. Because at the end of the day, he, my life and my factors might be totally different from yours. So let me give you a prime example. As I mentioned in my um, bio in the beginning, I am a mom of two. I also um, have I run a real estate business that I run. I also run this blog, but I also work for a publishing company as well. It is in those many hats and many roles that to rebuild my patience. God will give me a specific plan, knowing the factors of my life, knowing the things that I'm going through, knowing the things that I can handle, right? And cannot handle even in a moment. Um, with that being said, he can give me specific instruction about how to deal with 
patience in my life, knowing all the things that I um, have been instructed to do, what I'm currently working on, how to factor in my kids um, to make sure they're good so I can still work through patience. So this is why I will reiterate this over and over again, because God, at the end of the day, he designed us. So who better to go to as his creation and go, hey, I don't know how to do this. I I am quick to ask God for further instruction because I'm the first to say I don't know everything. I'm the first to say I don't know how to do something, Right. Even even when it takes me a minute to say that, right? I don't always admit it up front, but I will definitely, um, and what I mean by up front is I don't always admit it to the human beings around me, right? Like my friends, my family. I don't always admit that I need help with something to them. But with God, I'm learning to admit it to him. Even if I'm embarrassed and it takes me a minute to finally muster up the courage to say, hey, God, I really... I'm impatient and I don't know what to do about X, Y, or Z, right? And he'll give me the strategy because I finally let go of my pride. I I humbled myself and I came to actually ask for help. Asking for help is hard. I don't I don't care who you are (laughs) or or what you in in terms of like uh what you've been through, this, that, and the third. Asking for help can be tough. For human beings, it's tough to admit to ourselves that we don't understand something, that we really need help figuring it out. That is tough. Um, So in that, this is why I will forever, forever, it will forever be something that I talk about asking God for further detail and for further instruction. Because who better to go to? Your friends and family will give you advice based on their experience, which don't get me wrong, is great. But going to the person who actually created you, who knows your situation in every detail, meaning if you have children or not, if you have a spouse or significant other or not, and what your job is like, what your hours you work are, and who better to te- who to inform you how and instruct you how to gain more patience in your own life. So let's move on to number three. Number three is deal with the matters of your heart. Now let's talk about this one. Here's why I say that. The Bible actually says the intrinsically good man produces what is good and honorable and more of the good treasure stored in his heart. And the intrinsically evil man produces what is wicked and deprived or out of the evil in his heart for his mouth speaks from the overflow of his heart and this is found in luke chapter 6 verse 45 in the amplified version now let's break this down what does this mean and how does this apply to gaining patience or rebuilding patience right the verse in luke informs us of the importance of knowing what is in our hearts and why it matters When we are in a season of pruning or what we call waiting for God to move on our behalf, we must examine what our hearts are saying during those times because our hearts are also connected to our mindset, right? What the the Bible talks about the desires of our hearts, that is actually also connected to um, the way we think and what our mind believes as well. So think about it this way. Have you ever heard someone say that they can't wait any longer for something? 
That could be due to being in a particular season for a long time, which can cause them to feel battle weary, like they've been um, exhausted or tired and about ready to give up. However, God can mend um, the heart as well as our minds to help us carry on and endure. Just as the other Bible verse that I spoke about earlier, um, that was Romans chapter five, verse two through five in the Amplified Version, which talked about um, us developing a patient endurance that leads to improvements in our character, which increases our hope and confident insurance in God, right? So let's get into this last one. The reason why it's important to deal with the matters of our heart and what we think about patience, right, is because of the fact that patience, as the world sees it, we live in such um, a microwave generation. What I mean by microwave generation is a generation that is used to things being quick. If you look around at our Wi-Fi, if you look around at how quickly our technology and our phones are updated and changed over, there is always something new and shiny. There is always an upgrade of some sort that comes out. Um, if it's not every three years, it's almost becoming every year. If you look at the turnover of uh, new vehicles that we have in our society, new trends, new makeup, new um, new thoughts on relationships that turn over super quickly. It, we are a generation of get it quick, get it done fast, right? With that being said, that is not how God operates. So he, what I mean by that is, yes, can God work instantaneous miracles that happen super fast? Yes, he can. But Typically, with the matters of God's heart, the things that he actually wants us to be able to sustain, meaning the promises that he has over our lives or has even spoken over our lives that he wants us to be able to sustain, they take time. They take time to manifest. They take time to grow. They take time because our character has to catch up. If God has promised you that you're going to be the first millionaire in your family, and you right now only make about a hundred something dollars at your job per week, you have to grow into that millionaire. If he made you a millionaire overnight without teaching you the principles of how to save a dollar, without teaching you the principles of how to um, uh, put money aside and make solid investments, um, not only of your time, but of your health, of your um, money, how to also make uh, sow seeds in the people so you can have employees. If he has not trained you in that, how to manage people, how to manage yourself, how to manage time and manage health, you're not going to be able to sustain that million dollar uh, person you're supposed to be. That's what God cares about more than anything, not just giving you a million dollar idea. He cares about you keeping it. And sustaining it because guess what? He knows there's other people involved. It's not just you. With all that being said, um, we have to realize this is why patient endurance must be a thing with us as Christians. We must be patient to endure because we want to sustain things. We want it to not just come and go. We don't want the things of God to be fleeting because we rushed ahead of God. I can even tell you, um, I've sown seeds into things that I thought God um, was telling me to do. 
way before time. And now I'm having to let go. I can give you one prime example. I made an investment into advertising for real estate before it was time. I thought God was telling me, yeah, you know, start investing in real estate, uh, uh, promoting myself through marketing. Right. So I I'm paying for a service even now that I should have waited to pay for. And I'm having to count that as a loss due to the fact that I rushed ahead of God. But here's the funniest thing. Let me tell you the goodness of God. Even though I paid that money and I'm still paying that money today and having to count it as a loss, God told me how to flip it to work for my good and for his, uh, for my favor, but for his good. He's actually already told me a strategy of what the next step is going to be so that this money actually works for me. And I was like, wow, even in my mistakes, (laughs) even in my mistakes, God has shown me already how to take what looks like a loss and flip it into something good. So I share that with you to let you know that God cares. He even cares in the middle, even when we rush ahead of him and make a mistake because we're impatient, he still cares and wants to show us how to even make the best out of a bad situation. So guys, I give you that today um, to let you know. So I want to share too, a couple of things. Uh, before we get ready to go. One is this, let's let's look at tips of how to get started with how to rebuild, right? Um, as we looked at um, those different sections that I mentioned, one, two, and three, let's look at those in, in a little bit deeper and actually give you some, some solid things of how to actually get started here. Long suffering or patience is defined as patiently enduring long lasting offense or hardship. Remember that being patient is defined as remaining steadfast despite opposition, any difficulty or adversity that you might be going through. Remember this as well, that it can be easy to forget that even when God gives us promises for our life, we must be processed to endure and sustain what comes along with it. With all of this being said, I want to um, take this time to help you get started rebuilding patience that endures. So remembering the good, as I mentioned before, take time to take a piece of paper or pen or even use your phone's notepad. Write down about seven moments in your life that have been good. And this can be from any different time frame. Don't box yourself into what uh, you see was good. Then um, those moments can even be from the last three months or even the previous last three years. Uh, List them one by one and reflect on those moments often. So another tip to get started, when I said ask God for further instruction, I'm going to give you some questions. I don't want to leave you guys without proper tools, right, to um, actually get started on this. So for this one, make sure you have a piece of paper or your phone's notepad again. Here are some questions that can get you started with asking for further instructions um, to God. Then, of course, wait on his answer and and listen and jot down his responses. So let's start with this. Question one to ask for further instruction. Question one would be, God, what is one thing I can do this week to help me rebuild my patience? Again, guys, 
I'm going to read that again. Question one, God, what is one thing I can do this week to help me rebuild my patience? And let's go over question two. Question two that you can ask God is, what is one thing, God, that is blocking me from remaining patient? I'll read that one more time, guys. What is one thing, God, that is blocking me from remaining patient? So that's question two to help you get started. And I have a third question for you. So question three, God, what Bible verse can I use to remind myself to reflect on when I need strength to endure long suffering? I'll read that one last time. God, what Bible verse can I use to remind myself to reflect on when I need strength to endure long suffering? And um, remember the section of deal with the matters of your heart. So here's how you can get started to rebuild with that. I want you to pray aloud Psalm 51. So this chapter is a great way to begin sitting with God and asking him to create in you a clean heart, along with renewing a right and steadfast spirit within you, because that's going to be helpful for um, being patient. When your heart is in line with what God is um, doing in you and wants to do through you, then you will be able to uh, gain more and more patience and endure through the trials or tribulations or even adversities or, or hardships that seem to be coming in your life uh, or that are coming in your life. So I want to leave you guys with one last thought, and this is it. The journey to patience takes choosing to work on it one day at a time. As we submit to allowing God to lead and instruct us, that's when he can do his best work to share wisdom about rebuilding um, the area of patience in our lives. Remaining steadfast, which means to be firmly fixed in a place of patiently enduring despite life's pains, pressures, or troubles that we face, that we don't have to do it alone. God desires that we draw near to him and allow him to come into our hearts to help us grow through not only uh, patience, but all the fruits of his spirit. So just know and remember this, if you don't remember anything, that you can rebuild patience from the inside out. So I thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Polished Gems and for joining me again tonight. Guys, I pray that this has been a blessing to you. If it has, please leave me a comment um, on our blog, but also leave me a comment um, on our Facebook page as well. We love for you to also become a part of our um, Fruitful Gems family so you can stay up to date, not only with our podcast, but what we're doing with our blog and the great things that the Holy Spirit is downloading into us as well. So feel free to do that. You can find us uh, on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at the at sign, ampersand sign at Fruitful Gems. And guys, we look forward to you connecting with us. Until next time, we'll see you for another episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Polished Gems. 
Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to fruitfulgems.com. That's F R U I T F U L J E M S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide discovering your worth through the fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.